I, I love the premise of this show. Smart people talking about dumb shit. I think, I think it's dumb people talking about, about smart, smart shit. Oh, we go where we not supposed to go, baby. The Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Yep, Charlamagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast, back with another week of Brilliant Idiotness. Uh, Hezzy. What's up, baby? How was your weekend? How was your week? How you feeling? Bro, I've been having trouble breathing, man. What? I think anxiety's playing tricks on me. Either that or COVID's back. COVID might be back, bro. What you mean? Like, you've been having real respiratory issues? That gotta affect you, especially, you know, being on I think it's anxiety, man. I think it's stress. What you stressed about? You selling out fucking stadiums? Yeah, you're right. I, I shouldn't be stressed. Marriage? No, marriage is great. What is it? I don't know, man. I don't know, but I, I wanted to talk to you about it because you have these, uh, you know, so much uh, experience with this. Have, have you, you ever had that where, like, anxiety made it, like, feel as if you... It was like hard for you to get a full breath. Hell yeah, that's the whole point. That's what anxiety yeah, is. Yeah. You feel like you're having a heart attack. You got to take a deep breath. Bro, I felt like pressure sweating. on my chest yesterday. Knees weak, arms spaghetti. <laughs> arms spaghetti. <laughs> you know? Vomiting on a sweater. What was you doing in that moment? Um, I don't, nothing. Your therapist will tell you to, 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 to recognize your environment. Or box breathing. What are you, you thinking about? What's box breathing? Uh, go down on your wife. And uh, you're laughing, but that's true though. <laughs> when you get when you get anxiety, no, the, the first thing, at least for me, I want to do something for somebody. Ah, you know what I mean? A lot of times that makes please. me feel better. People please, yeah, which is something that I've been I've always struggled with people pleasing. But mm. I, I would I just feel like I want to do something good for somebody that makes mm. me feel good in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do you do when you feel that like? struggle for breath and i know it's just my brain playing tricks on me yeah but like it's have, so weird you're take you're inhaling but it doesn't get to that 100 percent mark mm -hmm. that's the only way i can describe it yeah I have, yeah i have an affirmation i have one affirmation that i've been saying my whole life since i was a kid before i even knew i was dealing with anxiety and shit like that so yeah. i would say uh i love jehovah god and his son jesus christ i'd say that three times and i'd say fuck satan three times then as i got older and actually started doing real meditation i say my actual Mantra. So that's what I do in those moments. I actually say my my mantra, and it really? just it brings me back to center. Absolutely, mm, that's cool. Mm. You should try the uh, Huberman breathing techniques. Yeah, two inhales, like and then a hold, to... and then an exhale. You probably right? only need one. <laughs> you, you Bro, I do it think that my nose is too big because there's this Navy Seal box breathing technique where you do inhale for four seconds, yeah. right? And I'd be like, okay, and I go, and one second would be done. See what I'm saying? <laughs> but I had no more air to go in for the rest of the four seconds. I was like, God, maybe I do have a big nose. I can't even do the box breathing. Now my anxiety is even worse because they never developed a breathing technique for people with nostrils as big as mine. But you know what's so crazy? <laughs> I, I'm asking. Maybe you, that's why you also had it that bunky nose that or whatever. Bunky nose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to ask you. I, I asked you, but what is the reason? But there is no reason. That's why it's anxiety. Yes. There's no fucking. Yeah, I reason. think it's just a bunch of different things from that's all, all different angles. But but I've never had it to the point where I felt like the breathing was restricted, and I can see how that would just further induce the anxiety. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes slight cases, not slight cases, imposter syndrome can make you feel like that, mm. which which I've which I've actively been fighting against because we deserve it. Yeah, we deserve it. We deserve it, man. We deserve, we deserve it. it. And you got to tell yourself that sometimes. I am worthy. I deserve it. I am I, him. I am him. I am Ooh, him. I am him. Yeah. That's the truth, though. Like, sometimes you got to tell yourself that because you'll, 
man, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just be like, man, life is trippy. Life is trippy. And sometimes man. life can be so trippy that you'd be like, is this real? And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's real. I have an idea, I think, of what it might be, but I have to tell you off the podcast. Okay. Mm. Okay. But uh, the haircut, the looks you get whenever you get a fresh, a no, fresh shaving of the sides. But I got, I had a funny joke about this. <laughs> but I can't talk about it. Okay. 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 okay anyway, where so, do we begin? Um, tell me, tell me, tell me. What's going on? Wait a minute. No, there's been a lot of things that have happened this week. And there's been things that I've been excited to talk to you about in the news. The first thing that came to my mind when I walked in is like, yo, Hollywood really might be in trouble, yo. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, Hollywood. no, and Chris, we found out Chris's lines was an experiment from the United States government. Really? You're a mutant, Chris? No, he is. <laughs> line man? <laughs> He's line man. You're line man, Chris? Yeah. Lime marine? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> the Lyme's disease was created on Plum Island, which is right across the water from Lyme, Connecticut. And I think it was created as a bioweapon originally to, like, take down cattle or whatever Never knew that. in Russia. So America made Lyme disease. And, and fucking Russians, yo. The Russians are always behind some shit. No, no, yo. we did. To take, oh, we down, take down Russia, Russia. During the Cold oh, War. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, just and then another, what, Russia gave us lemons? Hey, hey, hey. Just another disease that the United States government has created. Huh? Huh? Ancient history of Lyme disease in North America revealed with bacterial... What's that, gnomes? Yeah, I don't even like looking at it. Genomes. Genomes? Nah, that's some bullshit. You still got it, Chris? Chris, say where it was made. Made in uh, Plum Island off the coast of Long Island, directly across no. the Long Island oh, yeah, Sound yeah, yeah, yeah. from uh, Lyme, well. Connecticut. Yep. Uh, that's why it's called Lyme disease. That's why it's called Lyme disease. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep talking that shit, though. Keep talking that shit. I mean, look. Just get the episode demonetized right off the jump. <laughs> Keep talking that shit. U.S. bioweapon. U.S. bioweapon. Say what it is, bro. Well, listen. If you, what do you mean? They created a lab for a bioweapon, right? For animals. And they named it after the city, right? They well, named they the named it after Lyme, Connecticut, because in the late 70s, mid-70s. I'm children. just saying, is there a lab in Wuhan? I'm just, I'm just saying. Is there a lab in Wuhan that studies coronaviruses? Is that also a thing? So no. So Could no, the same thing have happened twice in history? So no ideas original? Nothing new under the sun? Nothing new under the sun. <laughs> wow. I mean, the land of the rising sun is Japan, but it's one bus stop away. It's one bus stop away. We cooking over here. Do you know what I'm saying? We cooking. Damn, Chris. <laughs> Damn, Chris. Man, he can't get away. Damn, he got both viruses. Yo, Chris is the Damn, only one. He's the only. What if? Whoa, 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 whoa. What if he's he's the daywalker? What if Chris is the daywalker, bro? What if Chris is the yo the fucking U.S. government is trying to be trying to take Chris out for decades? Oh my bro. god! If it's not Chris. Lyme disease ain't working. So that ain't COVID. Corona. Damn. What's Chris. next, Chris? What's next? What's on the docket? What's on the menu? <laughs> what they serving? Come on, Chris. Talk and to does us. it come with a fortune cookie? Fauci <laughs> <laughs> cookie? Oh, 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 oh shit! Chris is there. Oh, oh shit! Yo, we got Chris oh, on the dark shit. side. Chris is on the dark side, ladies and gentlemen. It's officially happened. Fauci. The reason on this podcast, the logic, the brilliance has been stripped away. 
He's why, a victim. Why is Fauci getting the blame now, Chris? Why? What I don't think you. I don't think you can. Fauci opened the lime. No, he didn't. You can't pin the lime on him. God. You can. You might be able to pin the not lime. lime. Not lime. The lemon, lime. definitely. But definitely the lemon. <laughs> well, this is. This is what you could probably think. bird flu. That was probably him. <laughs> Yo, real talk. It was probably him. That was. That was. E. Coli. E. Coli. If I was the city or country that that shit came out of, I would push back on them naming it after us, yo. You're right, though? Why would you want that? Like, nobody's going to get a home in line. Yeah, like, from Wuhan, Wuhan, I'm like, don't, don't, you can't call it the Wuhan, Man, whatever. you just bought your re retirement property in Wuhan. You know what I'm saying? If I'm Lyme, Connecticut, I would, I, I would, I don't even want to drive through Lyme, Connecticut now. Well, that's one of the theories why it Do might you, be true. Because, listen, think about who Lyme disease what is might affected. What might be true? That it could have resulted. Lyme disease, does Lyme disease not affect Jews and uh, Chinese. Chinese. Uh, I'm, I'm here to say that it does. Yeah, you're both, right? Yeah. My kids are good on uh, COVID, but we're we're susceptible to Lyme. But think about it. Who who does Lyme historically has it affected the most? I have no idea. Tell us. White wealthy white people along throughout Connecticut, the Hamptons, wealthy places where traditionally those are the type of people. If there's a medical emergency, what happens? The government gets involved, they correct it, they fix it, they come up with cures. So it's curious to me that if you look at this as a disease that has traditionally affected very influential wealthy people in America, nothing's gotten done. Damn. And why do you think that is? Well, the argument would be because the government doesn't want a, you to look too closely on where it originated. Ooh. Mm. So is it a bioweapon to take out the 1%? The, the what are you saying? I thought it was, a, someone told me it was a bioweapon to take out like the cattle population. In it was Russia. it was created to destabilize. In theory, we don't know what happened, but yeah. in, the theory would be it was created to destabilize the Soviet Union. The Soviet China. Union enemy. You introduce something into their population or their livestock population, which destabilizes the country, mm -hmm. either intentionally or accidentally. It gets out of this testing facility in the mm -hmm. Long Island Sound, makes its way to the mainland, Lyme, Connecticut, and then spreads from there. They've always said that about Texas too. They've always said that the next pandemic is going to come out of one of those. Uh, Meat factories in Texas. A One meat factory? Or the cow Texas. factories, whatever the fuck. What do they, you know? The A butchery? Butcher, there you go. Uh, meat markets factory in Texas. farming. Meat mar yeah, I, I was about to say, I said meat markets, but whatever, in Texas. <laughs> meat factory in Texas, bro. <laughs> everything so bigger in Texas. Moved to Austin? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, did you see Salma on National Bikini Day? No. Oh, my God. Salma Hyatt? Oh, my God. She had the bikini on? Oh, my God. Pull it up, Alex. It so might quick be to pull up Lyme disease. <laughs> can you pull that? Yeah. Now, while you go get that, can you tell me why you think it's over for Hollywood? S-E-L-M-A. H-A-Y. S-E-L-M-A. I think it's spelled H-E-A-V-I-E-S. <laughs> Selma Hayek was funny as hell. <laughs> Selma Hayek was marching with Martin. Martin was distracted. Oh, Selma. Maybe that's why he kept marching. He goes, no, I'm telling you, they up there. Oh, that's some. Oh, that, that was, I didn't see that. National Bikini yep. Day. Yep. No, 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 no. That one right there. That's a 50-plus-year-old woman. Nah, Selma got it. She been had it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's She got it. That Coquito don't spoil, boy. No, it don't. <laughs> nah. No, it don't. <laughs> Alma got it. Yeah. Been There's a new expectation for 50-year-old women, ladies. I just want to let y'all know. Man. There's a new expectation. Not even just 50-year-old ladies. Us too, man. Like, yo, guys are aging very well now. Well, like, we always did. 
Nah, not I, I saw Sanford and Son, bro. You saw it uh, all in the family. Archie Bunker was 37. Wait, what? <laughs> he was. <laughs> Archie Bunker. There's no Archie way. Bunker was. Wow, Salma. Wow. I mean, that's That's right. 50 something? Wow. Go ahead, Salma. Do your yeah. thing. Do your thug. Thizzle. Go ahead, Salma. So you can tell Salma works out. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure she eats right. You know? And I mean, and she got access and resources to things that yeah, we don't, don't have. Don't, 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 yeah, don't, don't do that. Why are you trying to hate us? She got access to resources, but she also access to fucking a gym. chicken and rice. Sure. She got access to that Mexican diet that y'all Absolutely. don't have access to. But you, she's I'm look, defying physics. I'm looking you. at that fifth picture. <laughs> that's that's a well, she's in shape. Like, you she can tell she works shape. out. Yeah, man. Yes, bro. Yes. Like, but that's, you know how many quinceañeras she got to go to? You know how much horchata she got to drink? There's so many things that she got to go through. That's that what they, I'm saying. The average person does not. Like, look at the waist. Like, huh. the, like the way the waist, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Nah, that's amazing. That's look, amazing. Wow. Sam. Also, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, Simon wanted in one. Anyway, tell me why you think it's over for Hollywood. Because they look great. Hollywood look fantastic. <laughs> Hollywood look amazing. Now I'm a one already. This view. Um, I think that uh, <laughs> I think Hollywood's in trouble because there's been a lot of smoke and mirrors in regards to streaming services. I think that the reason a lot of these streaming services, you know, don't. Well, first of all, let's take a step back. When it comes to the actors and the writers, the actors and the writers, they want a piece of the residuals when it comes to streaming, right? There, but there are none. There are none because, uh, number one, there's only like two streaming services that are actually in the black, and that's uh, Hulu and Netflix. But also... I don't even think Netflix is making money. No, Netflix is. It is. It is. Netflix, Netflix is in the black. Netflix is in the black. Netflix and Hulu. Everybody else is. But look, someone looked that up. I don't no, think Netflix is making money. They're like the only two. I, I, I just read about this. But the... And it's not like it's not like they're making profit over profit. They're just in the black. But the reason that I feel um, that's never going to happen as far as them getting a piece of the residuals of the screams is because if these streaming services ever really opened up the books and were really transparent, Wall Street would be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Mm-hmm. Now explain it's not, because it's no, it's not real profit being made. Like we you know, a lot of these networks they get more subscribers which causes the stock shares to go up. Right. But that don't mean it's actual money and when coming in. And when you say Wall Street, you mean investors. Yeah. So like the average investor, if they found out that I, every streaming service is losing money, I don't think Netflix is making money. I think Disney makes money. No, they're not. Yo, Disney spends so... You know how much secret no, no, invasion no, no, costs? not Disney Plus. Disney the brand. Oh, yeah, I'm just talking about the streaming. Forget yeah, but di- the streaming... Disney Plus isn't its own uh, stock. Disney Plus is part of the Disney stock. Yes. So if you're investing in Disney and it's still profitable, you'll be good. Whereas Netflix is its own stock. Yes. Hulu is part of the Disney stock. The Disney stock. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. Netflix is by itself. And if Netflix is, is itself is not what is called in the black, in the black means a profitable business, right? If Netflix is losing money in the hopes to continue to eat up market share, which is what Uber does, which is yeah, so, what so many of these tech platforms do. They just go, we're going to keep spending money and burning money in hopes that we'll eat up enough market share that then we'll be bought out or we'll be uh, yeah. profitable online. For example, Amazon, I don't think even is profitable. I think they ter- take all their profits and reinvest. Amazon might not even be in the screaming business this time next year. Amazon. they don't have. Why do they have to continue to do original programming when it comes to TV and films? That's not even their primary source of income. Well, I think that's what allows so them. So fucking... 
Toilet paper. Toilet paper. I think that's you what, what I mean? allows them to be doing this, right? They can compete so well because they don't have to make money on their streaming. But I can't platform. waste money either. I can't keep dumping money into the streaming platform, doing all this original programming, and they, not getting no ROI. They waste money. Con- what well, the ROI is culture. I think Amazon and Apple would be out of the streaming business soon. I think before Apple gets out, it would buy Netflix. That's the other thing. Paramount Plus. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think Paramount Plus is the easier property. Uh, Apple is the most successful company in the history of the world. Maybe Disney. Maybe Disney buys what? Maybe Apple buys Disney Plus. No, maybe no, 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 because I think that that's been one of the rumors. Hmm, I I don't think that Disney. I I think Apple could potentially buy Netflix, but I don't know if Netflix has enough intellectual property that's valuable in order for it to happen. They got all the intellectual property. Netflix is the only people that's still cooking right now. Netflix is over in Korea shooting movies right now. They're doing TV shows and shit right now. Like what? Like the, the strike is happening. It's affecting here in America. No, but I'm Netflix talking, still cooking overseas. Yeah, no, I'm talking about intellectual property, meaning like so. So what Amazon have is I, I'm pretty sure Amazon bought MGM. So they have their whole back catalog for movies. Mm-hmm. So they have the ability to remake any of those old movies, right? Which is a very old IP. Thing yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have so much IP. Not only do they have the old IP. In terms of the movies, every time those movies get licensed abroad, every time those movies get licensed by a Netflix, Netflix goes, I want to re-up on a Backdraft or whatever the fuck thing is. And they go, okay, you got to pay us a fee. And this happens globally already. But Netflix got that too, though. But Netflix got a lot of old IP. Like, people never, you never stop watching shows on Netflix. You're just always finding new shit. True, but they had, so they had to license all those old shows. Like, they had to license Friends, they had to license... Uh, Seinfeld, and now what's happening? They got their own shit though, like Orange is the New Black, House of Cards. Like Netflix got a lot of Squid yeah. Game. Yeah, but I know you can't really compare those to like Friends or like Seinfeld or like other legacy. Just of the shows. time, yeah, yeah. Their yeah, goal yeah. is to be able to build that up, but it takes years. Yeah, and they've had a few incredibly huge successes. They have had the Stranger Things, etc. So hopefully, they eventually continue to build those things up. But they don't yet have a show that you just turn on and it's in the background and it's. Not just making yet. syndication rights like a Seinfeld or a friend <clears throat> did. They have some great reality shit that's really successful, like Selling Sunset. You just throw that on the background. The difference with Netflix, though, is Netflix is literally worldwide, and Netflix isn't necessarily a streamer anymore. Like, you go, you can go be anywhere. Netflix is on remote controls. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Great, like, Netflix they, is in hotel rooms. They were first. They yeah, did a great job. There's yeah. no question. And they, not only were they first, they fucked the game up. They fucked the game up so much that they made everybody run to say, we need to be in the streaming business. Yes. I don't think that was ever a sustainable model. I think there was supposed to be a Netflix, and then there was still supposed to be cable television. But I think cable TV jumped out the window and was like, you know what? We need to be in the streaming business, too. I think the, the, the game was really only designed to have two streaming services, Every, Netflix and Disney. Everything mm-hmm. gravitates towards convenience, and cable television just wasn't convenient enough anymore. So the... This is just with the internet, it's just with Uber, it's just with everything, right? It's just the more convenient version at the same price. We say that until some dope shit come. What was your favorite show? On what? On HBO that you just loved. It was convenient. I just watched it whenever I wanted. House, on, on, House of Dragons on, or what? Well, what no, what, what was the one you was the one you used to like based off a of video game or something? Uh Last of Us. Oh, oh, Black uh, Mirror. The zombie show. Uh Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us. And that's what you used to come on with every Sunday? Yeah, but I could watch it whenever oh, I want. You would watch it on demand. Yeah, yeah. You oh, okay, watch, okay, you okay, okay, yeah, okay, you okay. Whatever okay, you want. That's you, the convenient thing. I do agree with you 100%. That, and this is what Apple's doing, which I think is brilliant. They're releasing shit weekly now. 
They're like, we're not yeah. going to let you burn through this content in one fucking weekend and then the show's done and we got to keep on making more shit to keep you happy. I said that so last year. If, if, yeah. if, if your point with cable is stagger the shows out, you're a thousand percent right. And the subscribers. Keep, wait, what do you like, mean? Like, like when people pay for cable television, like put it like this, cable television is a model that at least you know how much, I'm, you pretty much know how much you're going to make, right? The streaming business to me is kind of like a Ponzi scheme in a way. Talk to me. What, what? Because it's like, Okay, I, 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 I launch a screamer. I launched a screamer. The screamer comes out. And in my mind, I'm like, well, how much could this necessarily make? Right? But you don't necessarily know what those subscribers will equate to. What, what those, well, no, you know how much you're going to spend on content, right? But you don't know how much they're going to make. You don't know how much you're going to make. Well, you know how much you're going to make once they subscribe. Once they subscribe. How many people are going to subscribe. Exactly. But that's the hope with any business, right? You're just like, I got to start the business. If I open a coffee shop, I hope that a lot of people come buy coffee. You hope. But it's a lot of hope and screaming. That's all I'm saying. It is a lot of hope. But I will say. Cable was more more of a tried and true model that they kind of blew up. Like, why did they? My point is, why did they blow it up? It was a tried and true model. That showed it had worked for years. It wasn't convenient enough and people stopped watching and then they gravitated toward Netflix and YouTube, which were just more convenient. You could watch things at your time. I wish, I'm with you, but I think they jumped too fast. I really I, do. I well, think why that, do you say this? Because I think I, Netflix made them jump too fast. I think people saw what Netflix was doing and was like, we need to be doing what no, they're dude, doing. But they, they wanted to hold on to cable for as long as they possibly could and they had contracts in place to hold them there. The problem was nobody was watching the shows. Mm-hmm. The ratings in our lifetime Shows that would make 5 million, 10 million viewers drop to 1 million or I less. Know, but just give it a minute. All I'm saying is if they would have just gave it a beat mm. instead of everybody just running to start the screaming yeah, but if you, wars. If you give it a beat, you let Netflix get even further ahead. Net, than so it, what? It was sometimes, sometimes, listen, you, I'd rather lose market share to Netflix than everybody else now. Because right now, there's nobody winning except for Netflix. Even right now in 2023, none of the streaming services are in the black except for Netflix and Hulu. None of Did we find out if Netflix? Look it up. It is. It's profitable. It's profitable, but their overall profits, and I'm seeing different numbers, have declined since last year. Yeah, because so that's lo- why Wall Street's upset. They're still making billions. It's just moving in the wrong direction. And and they lost a bunch of subscribers uh, last year. But I'm telling you, the only reason that is is literally because I feel like everybody just jumped too fast trying to follow Netflix's model. If everybody would have just waited to beat to your point, and the point I've been saying. HBO, every week you put out a dope-ass show like Euphoria. Motherfuckers is tuning in. That shit you okay. was just talking about that's based off the video game. Last every week. week people are tuning in. I only got to do three or four of those a year. So I People think, like Netflix got to constantly put out product. I think what you're trying to say is that it's not that we should have kept cable. You still want to be able to watch your on show demand. whenever with that. on demand. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. So, in other words... Oh, give me both. So, yeah, what I would say is have a streamer just... Have shows come out 10 o'clock on Sunday, which is what cable did. There's no advantage to just cable. There's no advantage to just running television all the time that nobody's watching and then having your advertisers bail and then having no ads up and then not knowing what to do. Like, well, they don't have ads on cable, on HBO. On cable, they do. That, what on cable they, television? What's going on right now? They're by HBO. Like, yeah, they don't have ads on, on HBO. Channel. Premium oh, channels. yeah. The premium channels, you might as well have it streaming because it, it's the same model. I've they, never seen a commercial. Like, my whole life, I've never no, no, seen a commercial. No, no, no. Like, but a premium channel like HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking like about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah that, but that's what I'm, I'm talking about those networks. I'm not talking about like fucking regular cable television. I'm talking about like the premium. Yeah, guys. Like, I, I think the premium guys 
going to streaming just made their content more convenient. Mm -hmm. So like if HBO, do I want to watch what HBO tells me to watch on a Saturday night if I'm just home for a movie? Or do I want to look through their entire catalog and then pick the movie or TV show I want to watch? That's more but, convenient to but me. Give me That's both. always going to win. Give me both. Yeah, but Sean, Give me both. If, if there's no streaming. I mean, they're doing that now, really. Well, like say if HBO didn't have a streaming service, half the people wouldn't watch Game of Thrones. Nobody's getting a cable channel. I mean, a cable package just to be able to watch HBO. That's not. I don't know if that's true. Bro. We always, we always so used to. Our generation we, does not have. Cable. We always used to get cable packages. Yeah, like, but, no, this, but I'm and also, you. also to your point, it's still something about appointment TV. Not only me wrong, you're going to go back and watch it on streaming services. But when everybody's on a Sunday yeah. at ten o'clock tweeting at the same time, there's no experience like that. There's, I just think you should have both. Is what I'm simply I, saying. And I'm letting you know, there's no show that's that good that people are I going to buy a cable service subscription service like cable. Get a box in their television. I, I, uh, dis I disagree with nah. that because you can even see it when and, and, and you can see it when with I, th stars. I think stars. you can see it with stars. I, I think stars what, does it with power. No, no, no. But they, they're, they're just you can look it up. They sh it shows when power is not in season. Fifty Cent talks shit about this all the time. When power is not in season, stars lose subscribers. But they're they're also digital subscribers. Yeah, you mm -hmm. do the app. I, I there's just a miscommunication here. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is you believe in the streaming model. Yes. You just you just think that shows should be released weekly because it's a more uh it's a better for the network side it's a better return on investment yes your show lasts for eight weeks or 12 weeks one show that you pay for lasts for 12 weeks instead of lasting for one weekend and then yes. you need to get them new content oh, later yes. okay. i, I, I yeah, think yeah. that's we're on the same page yeah, and i'm yeah. yes, and i'm also saying i feel like everybody jumped out the window too fast trying to chase netflix and everybody sometimes you sometimes you got to let the person go over the hill first well so, and let them take the bullets and the arrows then figure out how to come over the hill without taking so many bullets and so many arrows so uh, i okay now we're on the same page i think you saying like we should have go should go back to cable through through everybody off i think what you're saying is going binge culture is jumping yes mm, binge yeah. culture and listen netflix was smart right you in order to uh catch fishing to stir up waters what is stir the, up water to catch fish okay how do you stir up waters how do you create chaos in a new in an in an industry that's already established you give people the whole season right away holy shit mm -hmm. now what are the advantages of that if the show is not as good i will stick around to watch it because i have the next episode ready to go yeah if the show is not as good in the traditional weekly model and at episode three, it's kind of, eh, I'm not coming back Sunday. Yeah. I'm not building my whole Sunday around this fucking show schedule. If it's binge worthy, what I've always said about a lot of the Netflix shows, they're not as good because they don't need to be because all you need to do is leave me on a cliffhanger. I'm tuning in yeah. to that next episode that's going to come right up. So they stirred up the water to cast fish. All the other networks came in and tried to compete. And now they're realizing, the smart ones like HBO, smart ones like Apple are realizing, oh shit, we don't need to give these motherfuckers a new show the, the whole season immediately. No. We could give them a new show every week as long as that show's fire. And because you produce less content. And low-key, if I'm them, I go, I would assess the show and I'd go, oof, this show's not that good. Let them binge it. And if the show is fire, you go, stretch it out week by week listen if i if, if i if i only got to do three to four shows a week and you got to do 27 28 a year you know what i mean and i think we all forget what where everybody was at before they had their own streaming flat platforms they were on <laughs> netflix 
They had their content on Netflix. They were doing licensing deals. Think about this. Companies like Disney were getting paid from Netflix because Netflix was doing licensing deals with these companies. They all said, nah, fuck that. Let's take our content off, start our own platform. Worked for some, didn't work for a lot. Out of all of these streaming networks, you mean telling me only two of them are making a but profit? But I will say this. And Hulu got the best model because Hulu got like four or five different channels But no on one knows shit. what Hulu is. The problem with Hulu is nobody knows what the fuck it is. We saying that, but they in the, they in the black. I don't know why. <laughs> well, they run ads. Yeah, they run ads. I just they don't know ads. what they are. Like, they, like they got I, ABC on Hulu, FX is on Hulu. It's like cable. ESPN but is on also Hulu. streaming, but also got their own things. Like, I, I was in a movie on Hulu, so it's like they also got movies. Like, the, Hulu movie is was so on Hulu. the white man can't jump. Oh yeah, 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 I watched it. I so, watched it on Hulu. so it's like there's so many different things that are happening on Hulu that it's just confusing, and I think they have that a brand works. issue. If it works, it works. I can't criticize if they're doing well. I just think that people don't really know what Hulu is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do I watch yeah. cable on Hulu? Yeah, do I, I watch its own show? Like, what is I it? I watch it all. I do. I watch it all. I just think Hollywood, Hollywood's in real trouble this time because I don't see how the writers and actors win this one because I don't see how it behooves the Hollywood studios to meet any of their demands. Because I think when it comes to the writers, you're going to have a couple people who cross the, 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 the picket line. And like I said last week, it's called whatever week I said it, it's going to be like a showrunner, a head writer, and then AI, at least for a while. Not saying that's going to be the end all be all, but at least for a couple of years, they're going to at least try that shit. And when it comes to the actors, I just don't see them ever being transparent with the actors as far as how much these shows are really streaming. Because to be transparent with the actors, you got to be transparent with Wall Street. So and exactly. they don't want to be transparent with Wall Street. So there's so in order for the actors and the writers to calculate a comparative comparable uh, syndication value right it used to be there'd be a show that's really popular like a seinfeld or a ray mm -hmm. romano show right and then they would sell that show in syndication once it made 110 episodes that means you could sell it around the world you would see it coming on five days a week on like channel 11 or wherever the mm -hmm. fuck channel mm -hmm. it is where you grew up I think where we grew up, there'd be like Channel 11, right? And they would just play the reruns of... Uh, all the network channels. All the network channels. They'd have Five, seven, Beverly Hills, 90210, and they'd just play them all day. And you'd make so much money on that syndication rights. Now with streaming, the streaming network owns it in perpetuity. So what they've been doing is paying a upfront syndication fee. So they go, yo, Will Smith, we want your movie. Here's $20 million. That includes your syndication fee. So I think the writers and the actors are trying to go, let's find a realistic syndication fee and let's find a realistic version of how much this show is worth based on how many people stream it. Music did it with streaming. They have a per stream fee that the one artists get. One difference with that. Well, real quick, just to finish okay. out the point. So with syndication, like to what you were saying, the, the streaming platforms haven't been forthright about how many streams these shows are actually getting. Yeah. They say number one most streamed uh, show on Netflix or number one most streamed but show on Netflix. But not giving up them exact numbers. But they're not giving the numbers. So without the numbers, you can't calculate the value of the show. That's right. Especially the value of the show to the network. And without the value of the show to the network, you can't calculate what you're worth as a writer or what you're worth as an actor. That's right. And to what you were saying, since so many of these networks are dependent on the stock valuation. That's right, and not actual profit. And not right. the actual profit. They don't want to say how few people are actually watching the show or how many people. Because Wall Street will... Wall Street it will go either tank or 
They'll find out that the entire network is only watching one show, i.e. Stranger Things, and then every actor on Stranger Things is going, back up the truck, motherfucker. If nobody watching nothing but Stranger Things, we're keeping your fucking streaming service alive. We need the bread. Yeah, that everybody keeps, you know, trying to talk about the music industry and the the TV film industry. Yeah, what is the what do you see as the difference? Totally different because Title, Apple, Spotify, they're not paying to make the albums. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Netflix and the Disney's and all that—they're paying to make these point. fucking products. Like they, they, it's totally different. Like Netflix, Title, and Apple is damn near all profit. Like all they got to do is make a proper split with the labels, not even the artists, just the labels, and poof, keep it moving. So it's almost like, yo, actors, writers, make your own shit. Make your own shit. Boom. We'll buy it from you, That's and then the place. you will accept. And you know what? That does happen, and you know what? Those people That's who, the play. But those people who do sell accept the fee, and they're good with it. Yeah. That's the play. If yeah. and, and, and you can do it two ways, right? You might shoot some shit for $3, 4000000 million, sell it to Netflix or Disney for $20, $20 25000000 There you go. Or you might say, I'm going to sell it, I'm a, but I want to get this percentage of it. You know what I mean? Well, well, what percentage? Let me, let, me, let me get my production money back. But right? what percentage? Because you're not making any. There's yeah. no money to be made. You're servicing the streamer. The streamer gets their monthly revenue. Yeah, probably have to, you might have to sign an NDA. You might have to sign an NDA and be like, look, all right, we do a deal. You shot this for how much? Five, ten million. Okay, you you'll get your you'll get your production money it? back. Yes, yeah, right. But you got to sign an NDA. We'll let you. We'll, we'll we'll be honest with you about what the numbers they are. Never gonna They'll pay never that. do That's it. That's too risky. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I think Hollywood might be kind of fucked in a lot of ways. I saw the dude uh, that plays Incredible Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. He said this yesterday. He was like, yo, he started encouraging people to go do independent films. I think that might be the wave. Well, I, look I, out I, for no, Tubi. I, I have. Let's go. <laughs> Y'all been laughing let's at go. Tubi. Look out for Tubi. Let's go. Tubi, Tubi might be the guy or the girl, whatever my, the fuck. My, only thing, um, my understanding is they can't work on independent projects. Like, they can't work on a project that if you're sad, they, if they're going to sell it. Yeah. So it's like, how can they do that? Bro, here's I don't know, here's bro. the thing. Here's the thing. And I'm sagging in WGA. And I'm just simply saying, I don't know. I don't know where this ended, bro. I saw in a variety, they're like, anybody who sag at WGA, the things that you have to boycott are live appearances. And I said, I'm crossing the picket line. Yo, Schultz, that makes no sense. <laughs> by the way, by the way, pull that up, Alex. I'm going I'm... on stage, motherfucker. Pull that up. Because nothing on that list makes sense to me. Y'all don't make my living. I think I, oh, I got that right here. That makes no, why wouldn't you want the actors to make money while the strike is going on? Like, that makes zero sense to me. Hold on, I got They just, no, right they here. don't want the films to make money. But I'm not promoting the films when I'm doing appearances. They assume that you are doing live Look appearances at this shit. to promote the film. Tours, personal appearances, interviews, conventions, fan expos, festivals, for your consideration events, panels, premiere screenings, award shows, understand that, junkets, podcast appearances, social media, Studio showcases. How am I supposed to make any extra income? <laughs> what if I'm an actor who hosts a podcast about food? I can't do my fucking podcast about food? What if I'm just getting paid because I'm me? Forget the show I'm doing and the character I'm playing. Mm. I'm getting paid because I'm whoever. I can't go make my money? Like, you you really think um, I, people want to see Rua Zendaya? Yeah, this, yeah. Sh- this should be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. 
Oh. No, 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 no. I think that I think that one variety is wrong. I heard a, a bunch of people respond to that, and they're like, "Variety continues to not know what the fuck they're talking." Oh, so it's about. none of that's true. It's I think it's it's like somewhat true, somewhat not true. I, there's nothing wrong with us podcasting. There's nothing wrong with me going on tour. I think some of that has to do with promoting current projects or past projects. We've had a lot of actors and actresses that was on Breakfast Club that was scheduled to be on Breakfast Club the next two weeks. All of them had to because they can't promote their films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. But we have a podcast that is not based on SAG after. It's about yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's just if you're working on a project, that's a SAG. That's a SAG project. You can't do yeah. it exactly. I don't know how this ends, man. I don't like it. I think. Well, I think what's really interesting is I think that the, the music, sorry, sorry, the film industry and the TV industry, much like the stand-up comedy industry. Hmm. How do I say this? For years doing stand-up specials and, like, filming these, like, grandiose things, right? Like, and don't get me wrong, there are certain people where they should be that big. Like, a fucking Kevin Hart should have that kind of spectrum. Absolutely. But for newer comics, they were spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to do these specials for comics that, like, people didn't even know who they were yet. And what we kind of figured out is we could film our own specials and get even more people to see it by placing it on YouTube, mm -hmm. a place where people could see it. Mm -hmm. So we kind of cause this disruption in this, you know, traditional industry by filming stand-up comedy specials for a fraction of the price and focusing really on what people wanted, which was great comedy, great comedy, not this insane production value. And then when you do eventually get to the upper echelon of comedy, yeah, you should go do that. But we disrupted the industry in that way. I think, and I've been trying to figure out as I've been doing these films, what the next level of disruption for the film industry is. The film industry is don't get me wrong, for Mission Impossible, for Avatar, for all these big fucking films, you need these huge scale budgets, et cetera. And Mission Impossible didn't even do well. But regardless, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is you need them. For an indie film, I think there's a version of making, people are saying, yeah, an indie film is for $5 million. I'm like, there is a version of a film that is far cheaper and we can find a way to do it for far cheaper. And then when you do a film for way cheaper, you can put it in a place where more people will see it. Right. And then when more people see it, you can find out ways to monetize it in the same way that we did, you know, with stand up. I think direct I think, to consumer is a great, is always going to be a great model if the consumer gives a fuck about you to want to direct with you. Y'all know what the fuck I just meant. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I agree. And I, and I think that storytelling is going to be at a premium. I think if you have a great story, you can shoot it for much cheaper and you can make that film for a fraction of the cost and then put it in a place where people can consume it and then have way more success. And I think that restructures the film industry. We just haven't seen people do that yet. Yeah, because yeah, it's a little bit harder to do only because a film does take a lot more hands to make and to be able to compensate people in a way that they can have a yearly salary they can sustain themselves on working project by project is just harder. That's why also you need the two things, though, two things. I can put out my comedy for free and then monetize the road. Actors don't have that. Yeah. They yeah, have to yeah, make yeah, their yeah, money yeah. off of films. Yeah. So you do have to generate wealth. But if you can, one, condense shooting schedules so that actors can do potentially more projects, like you can film right now. It's, it took two months to film Oppenheimer. That's Oppenheimer. You're telling me you can't film a indie, low budget, really creatively put together project with great storytelling and an amazing story, you can't do that in half the time as Oppenheimer. You know what you're going to need for that? You're going to need the people behind the scenes to have the same 
enthusiasm dedication. the people in front of the camera because yep. they're going to be having to take some losses, right? And you may not want to when you're behind the camera because that's a whole, that work is way more intensive, right? That's and, and, what, and what benefit is it for them? Because if I was, There's none. these people that are on, that, that are striking right now because the people behind the scenes, I'd be sitting around calling my folks like, oh, we should be putting together production crews. That's Because we feel, really? Right now you can't do anything. Can't Shit. write. You can't write. Writers can't even write. I know writers can't write. So even if you do like some, even if you do like some, uh, uh, you form your own production crew, you can't even go shoot some shit? Nope. Damn. They can't. If they're under the union, you can't do it. Fuck, why are you telling me that? They can't. They I want to act like I didn't know that. They can't. My boy. They oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, think about Yo, look, did you see the numbers for Secret Invasion? What's Secret I Invasion? I didn't see them, but Secret Invasion is fucking phenomenal. Great. What is Secret oh. Invasion? But nobody's watching it. Uh, on Marvel. Marvel. Based off of Samuel L. Jackson's character. Nick Fury. But no, Alex, you know nobody's watching it. I didn't I'm even watching, know what it was out. I, I didn't watch know that it was shit. Out. Six episodes. How much do you think six episodes of that shit cost? I think it was like five hundred thousand or some shit like that. Five hundred thousand. I thought. I, that's what I thought the budget. Two hundred and seventy-seven million dollars for oh, no. six per episode. I think was like five hundred thousand. Well, well, no, no, five hundred million over budget. The final tally came in at two hundred and eleven point six million. Oh, wow. Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, had a production budget of two fifty. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania had a budget of $200 million. This is a TV show with six episodes. But keep in mind, it's six episodes, how long is each episode? An hour. No, so, like, four, like, like 40 minutes. 40 so, minutes. So, so we're talking about six episodes of TV, so that's between like five and, or four and six hours. So let's say it's about five hours. Two movies. So it's two movies. So they basically, they made two Marvel movies. I'm with you, but it's still TV. Oh, oh I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's loaded, but they still got to they still got to treat it like TV. No, Bob Iger yeah, came in and he's chopping everything. He got oh, he, to oh, get he, to oh, 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 he's fucking shit up right now. But if they treat it like TV, the production value isn't going to be as good, and then we won't like it. That's the. That's I don't why think we TV. need production value as much as we need story. With Marvel, with shit that is even with CGI, Marvel, you need good production value. I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's story, and I think that one of the things that. To be honest, one of the things that Guardians of the Galaxy shows, like there are moments in Guardians of the Galaxy where you're like, this is silly and weird and it makes no sense. Like large swaths of the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. Not even it doesn't make any sense. You're like, did they put any money in this? It doesn't matter because the story is so compelling that we're going to lock in yeah, and just yeah, believe yeah. this reality. I agree, but you can't have a whole series just. Well, Bob Iger said, Bob Iger said, I think that's what in the Marvel you need some. Bob Iger said he feel like Disney TV has done too much. Oh no, Kevin Feige said this. One of them said this. They feel like they've done too much with the TV stuff, and that's why everybody has fatigue across the board. Because Guanamania didn't even fucking yeah do what it was supposed yeah. to do at the box office. I don't even know what it is. Ant Man. I think a lot of people after Endgame kind of checked out. Can I? Yeah. Can I be honest? Okay. Here's here's the reality of the matter. Endgame finished it. Not no it, 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 casual. No no no. Just 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 take this in. Endgame. Endgame was the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was the World Series. Yeah, man. It was the NBA Finals. Yeah, man. Tough act to follow, yo. Summer League is what's going on right now in Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And the diehard fans of basketball are watching Summer League. They're seeing Wembenyama. They're seeing Scoop. Yeah. They're seeing all these guys. But the casuals could give a flying fuck what's happening in Summer League right still, now. They're spending Super Bowl money but in the they, Summer League. They, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We out here. We out here. We, out here. we, out here. we, out here. we do our best. We do our best. You know what I mean? We, we do our best. Listen. So they're doing Super Bowl money for Summer League. But if they adjust it to Summer League That's money, it. then it. they can be okay. 
Now, here's the problem they're going to have. They have to build up a new reason to create, 15 years from now, another version of Avengers which Endgame. Which they're currently doing. Which they're currently doing. But we dealt with 50 years or 70 years or whatever the fuck it was of comic books that built to yeah, Endgame. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a 15-year run. It was 70 years yeah. of X-Men. It was 70 years of Iron Man. It was 70 years. Like, we knew these characters as if they were like the Statue of Liberty. They were like bastions of American culture. And it built up to this final fucking moment. Endgame was a world war, literally. Yeah, man. And now we need a break. You can't have another war right after a world war. It's like, yo, we settled all that. I don't think they should have yeah, did no Marvel TV show. They can't. Be that. I mean, they, they, that's what I'm saying. they got to figure something out. And it might not be going back to Marvel. That's boom. I'm about to say, I don't think Wait. they should do. I, I don't think they should have did no Marvel TV shows. I think maybe this is the phase where Disney should have just invested in the Star Wars or something. Maybe. I don't know. They maybe did. Go back they to that shit. All that movie, the yeah. money in the Star Wars, no one yeah. watched it. I don't think they should have did no Disney TV shows. And I think the next saga we should have saw for Marvel was the Mutant Saga. All in film. Now is the time to out the the roll out the mutants and What's all that mutant? other shit. I mean, that's because now that they have Sony. Well, now that they have oh, like, Fox Sony. Let Fox me tell you something, Charlemagne. That was your fucking greatest idea. Mutants, you mean X Men, right? Yes. Start from the jump. Yes. Yeah. Start from word up, and then take an off-brand mutant like Iron Man. Iron Man was not the number one. No, not at all. Take that off-brand version, That's whatever right. the fuck it is. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Beast. I don't care if it's whatever. You make that person the centerpiece That's of right. this new world, hover all the characters, and then build towards your fucking endgame. That's right. And take us on that dance for 10 fucking years. I mean, they are doing that, but with both, with Marvel and with... Focus on one. Focus <laughs> like, on one. Sorry. I think, I mean, the, the, the only way you... person who loves that shit, I'm tuned in. I love it. I'm just from a listen as a fan. I love it, but as a, from a business perspective, this shit is a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. But and wait, you, are they starting with the mutants from from? No, they just started. They started to get into from the mutants. Ground Zero. What's Ground uh, Zero? Well, but they can't because they were putting out X Men movies. It's not like X Men movies. We are so out. fine with them putting out more. You know how many Superman they put out. You know how many Spider Man they put out. Just restart it. How many times have we seen Uncle Ben die? Well, they got to blend the world. So they're yes. doing it right now with the multiverse. You know what I'm saying? And they introduce Earth 818 and all the mutants are clearly on Earth 818. So eventually it's going to be an incursion where both worlds crash together. Yes. Deadpool's going to bring a lot of that together from what I saw. That shit looks phenomenal, by the way. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like they, Because see, Deadpool is the person that can break the fourth wall. Deadpool will probably end up saving Marvel. Because he can talk to the people. He can tell us everything that we already know is going on. Like, did you see the fight scene with him and Hugh Jackman? Yeah. And the 20th Century Fox logo was behind him. So Deadpool's just going to go back and kill all these motherfuckers, all those old-ass whack characters. Yeah. The shit's going to be... Oh, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. Old-ass whack characters. Like, like all the old X-Men movies all old and all shit. that shit like that. Oh, He's my gonna God. He's going to go back and kill them. So is the reset that you're talking about, they're going to actually show the reset via a movie. Yeah. Which is smart. All right. I, I love it. Remember? But I do agree with you. Yes, it's not the smartest business model, but I think they're just looking long term. It's like also, they're making a lot of money with amusement parks, uh, figurines, all that type of shit. Are they, though? Yeah, they do. Can I say they, one more thing? Are they? They make way Disney's more money. still in the... Disney just... Disney had to cut like $5.5 billion. They fired mad employees from Disney Park. That's why ES, that's all those everybody. cuts at ESPN was because of Disney. Like, they firing motherfuckers. Yeah, but that's everybody. Every company had a bunch of layers. Okay. I don't know, man. I think COVID, oh, that, that was my other reason too. COVID fucked up a lot of shit. Like Hollywood's still recovering from COVID. 
And now they're just getting hit with this. This is the strike is another pandemic. Also, there's another thing that's going on, which is like all the streamers were bloated during COVID because people never had, they didn't have anything else to do. So they just yeah, watched yeah, shows. Yeah. So the stock price skyrocketed. It probably went up 30, 40, 50%, whatever it did. So it's really regressing to the mean. It's regressing like where it should be, but it looks as if these companies are all failing. So if Netflix drops 30%, it was 30% inflated. Yeah. It should come back to a normal version. But again, we look at stocks quarterly. So it's like, oh my God, this is a horrible quarter. Yeah, what can yeah, we do? Yeah. You could never sustain that growth. By the way, do we need all of these streaming services? Dude, we need all the channels either. No. No. They'll consolidate. Eventually it will just be one. It has to be. It's going to happen. Like, I think it's going to end up being two. I think when it's when the smoke is clear, Netflix, Disney Plus. Yeah, but you forget people have egos. And the leader of this streamer is like, nah, I'm in the game too. I'm going to keep going. I don't give a fuck how much ego you got. Eventually, everybody got somebody to answer to. Everybody got a board. I don't give a who, who your CEO is. There's a board. And the board going to be like, nah, motherfucker, we just lost a gazillion dollars. Shut this shit the fuck down. <laughs> like, eventually, I don't give a fuck. You have all the ego in the world. If that shit ain't making dollars, it don't make sense. Yeah. And right now, it ain't making no motherfucking dollars. Uh, What we got, man? What else we got? Oh, that, sorry. One more thing. Uh -huh. They need to stop with this multiverse shit. This shit sucks. It's too confusing. Let me just say it. Let me just say this. <gasps> Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me get it out. Let me get it out. It's the best. It's the for, best. <laughs> for the people that are really in it, like you guys, it's really exciting. The casuals, it's linking too many things that they're unaware of. So it you. completely ostracizes the casual viewer who just wants to tap in and be like, I know about Spider-Man. Spider-Man Multiverse is a bad example. I'm talking about the true, the traditional Spider-Man movies. Mm. It ostracizes the cast, the 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 casual who's like, yeah, I grew up with Spider-Man. I know yeah. he got his aunt, his aunt who's kind of whatever, and then they got Carnage or whatever. Kind of what? Together. Fine. Say what? Kind of fine. Uh, kind of fine. The yeah, new yeah. one. The new yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Shits. Shits. I'm shooting webs. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. So, so, so it just completely ostracizes and just confuses them. And there's an education process every time. You're like, what do you mean the multiverse? Da, 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 da. And then you just check out the super fans like you. It satisfies every inch of your craving. But keep in mind, when you're creating movies for the masses, you gotta create it for the casuals. You gotta no, create you're it right. for the casuals. You're yeah, right. but then you run into the DC problem. DC problem where they were just telling the same story over and over. Well, and their over stories are bad. That's the problem with DC. Isn't telling Simple the same plain, story Alex. is fine to tell. They're just bad stories. Simple and plain. DC sucks. Yeah. DC, DC films really suck. They do. DC stands for dick and cocks because they suck. Because they That's suck. That's how bad the they films have, are. They have a worse batting average, but not all of them suck. Garbage. The, the Dark Knight movies were good. Um, that don't count. Those were classic. You what know, but the Christopher mean? Nolan I, shit? Yeah. That's, that wasn't that's part of the DC. That's Christopher Nolan. That wasn't part of the DC they, they universe. They were great because of story. But I mean, it's still good. That's still part that of the DC. Part, no, that wasn't part of the DC universe. But it's Batman. Batman's DC. Yeah, but they, it's, uh, not, it's not part of the DC <laughs> universe, though. That's that whole Nolan. shit they tried to do with Justice League, I'll never forgive them for introducing Justice League in a fucking email. They rushed that. They rushed Justice League. They got introduced in email attachments. You were right. You exposed that to me. I didn't. They, I didn't. This is the stupidest they shit They rushed ever. Justice League way too fast. Like email attachments. Watch, show? you're going to see this This dude who's going over there to do it now. What's his name? Um, James Gunn. James Gunn. He is nice with story. I don't trust James Gunn no more. He lied to me about The Flash. They told me that The Fucking Flash was the greatest superhero movie of all time. Wait, yeah. he made The Flash? No, he didn't no, make it. No, they were trying to hype it up. Yes. So I think. Big my, flop, by my, the way. My theory. Big flop at the box office. My theory, they were trying to hype it up because since he was coming to change the whole regime, 
he's like, hey, if this one does good. I can at least keep one old character from the old shit. So let's pump this up and convince people that this one's good. But now that this one flopped, they're going to have to recast the Flash. And now he has to, like, try to build that whole storyline. When he was going to recast the Flash anyway. because No, no, no. They said Ezra if Miller's... this this one did good, they were going to run it back. Oh, no, I believe that. And I... they protected Ezra Miller. They tried. Oh, they tried. Listen, he can't say he didn't get a shot. He did. He got a shot. He, he got did. a shot. But people was like, nah, we ain't fucking with you. We not fucking with you. Um, Salute the Hove, man. The GOAT. Uh, the Book of Hove. I think any creative should go to the Brooklyn Public Library. I don't give a fuck what you're into. I don't even care if you're a creative. If you, even if you're not into the arts or anything like that, if you're just a person who's looking for some inspiration, you know those American dream stories that we talk about, like somebody going from rags to riches, somebody going from just the bottom and being successful in what they chose to do. By the way, that can be anybody. You don't have to be a billionaire rapper to choose to do something and be successful at it. You might want to be, you know, a custodian and you decided, hey, I'm going to be the best custodian and you that was your dream and you chose to be that and now you're the greatest custodian in your town. You might have a custodial business, whatever it is. Go to that book of whole shit, man, and see it. You saw it, Alex? I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh, my God. You should go show Inspirational it. Inspirational yourself. Was, oh, my I was, God. I, was I saw you and Weezy at the, uh, the opening. Oh. The day before the opening for the... VIP motherfuckers. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was? Yeah, you know what it was. Well, did Taylor go get to go? I, did you? Wait, you got the invite? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, You got the invite? Hold on. Go. Hold on a second. You got the invite go, in the go, mail? Go in the, uh, go. <laughs> go. You got the actual book? Go, go in the mic. Go in the mic. <laughs> hold on, so you got the book? No, I don't have the book. I said I could have went to the opening. Nah, not if you didn't get that book. <laughs> I think I think you're talking about like the first Friday. You talking about Friday, Friday, but Thursday before it was before it was open. I, yeah. uh, I mean, maybe if she was with somebody, I just know if you had that, you gotta have that. Wait, you trying to say she's a plus one, dude? Nah, wrong. Weezy was a plus one. I'm snitching. Fuck that. Yeah, she was plus love, plus one. Ain't <laughs> wrong being plus one. Hey, nothing wrong with being plus. I would have loved to be a plus. I'm just saying the invite was fine. It was actual book. Oh really? Yeah. Y'all really flipped the game on me just right there. <laughs> the game was we shitting on Taylor. And then the first second I dip, I dip my toe in the goddamn water. Y'all like, hey, 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 by, by the way, it don't matter if it's a private event, a public event. You can go see it. It don't matter whether you were there Thursday or Friday. That's just foolishness. Like, it don't matter. It like, matter. He has the little smirk face on. That shit don't it? matter. Why, why you went Thursday? Yeah, yeah. If it don't matter. Because... He was invited. I would, no, no, I, I went Thursday because I know I probably would never go, go when it was open to the public. Just the way my anxiety set up. No, no, just the way my anxiety set up. You didn't just say Peasant, you got invited, Charlotte. This guy's an animal. No, I'm going to be honest with you. No, no, I'm putting on right. my sunglasses, yo. This guy's I did get invited. Listen, there's, 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 not, there's not too many people that can get me to come out to do some shit like that. And that Rock Nation is one of those people just because like Rock Nation Especially is... at nighttime. It was actually in the daytime. It was daytime. It was a daytime event. It was from like 6 to... I, th I thought you knew... I, saw... I thought you got invited to. You got I invited did, to the but she went to the... Nah, it was 5 to, it was five to 8. Yeah, it was like... Okay, well, they arrived later though then. <laughs> so... Who? My friends arrived later. Who's your friends? She met her. At the thing? She, she works at Power. I don't know who you're talking about. 
Yeah. But anyway, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it was a great... I'm just saying, if you want some inspiration, man, go see it. Jay-Z deserves... Why was that. it so inspiring? <sighs> just seeing because, somebody come to... Be, no, because the, the, the greatest flex that Jay-Z has for me is his evolution as a man. Mm. Forget the... I ain't gonna say forget, because you can't forget it, but otherworldly talent, fantastic entrepreneur and businessman, but I think that we take for granted the fact that his plane did not necessarily have to land with the wheels out. Because 2016, 2017, whatever that was, when he was going through everything he was going through in his personal life. Mm. And we don't know which way that could have went. You know what I mean? And how do people look at him six, seven years later if that all fell apart? Because at the end of the day, for me, as a 45-year-old man, I measure men based on how their house looks now. And to see the work that he put in as a man, to be a better father, to be a better husband, to be a better friend, that's his ultimate flex to me. And I think that this library, you kind of get to see that in real time. Like, if you've been following the story and paying attention to his music, of course you know it. But when you get to actually see it play out, through pictures and videos and everything else, it's like, damn. And ultimately, you know, being there that Thursday, there's a documentary that they show. It's like a nine-minute mini-movie that they show. And they, it starts with his grandmother, Hattie White, who's from Batesburg, South Carolina, and then shows her, you know, moving to uh, New York. They're in Marcy, but then her kids start to have kids. And that's Jay's generation. And she was, you know, basically taking care of them off $20 a week. You know what I mean? And he was like, yo, well, how, how, do you, how do you take care of us off $20 a week? It was like, well, $20 would get you a lot back then. But to see all of that and then to watch it full circle, this man being celebrated and honored, but his grandmother's still alive and his mother's still alive and they're there with him on that Thursday. To me, man, I don't know what's better. Like, what else do you want? Like, what more do you want than to be celebrated and to have that in front of your family, like the people that you genuinely love. You got your wife there and your, your daughter there, your people that you came up with. Like, what's, what's, what's better than that? Mm. And, and, I, and, I, and I, hold, I hold him in such high regard just because of how many people I'm watching crash and burn. Because they're choosing to lead with ego. Because they haven't done the work on themselves. Because they haven't healed that trauma and that grief and those things that exist that can ultimately cause you to self-destruct if you don't go do that work. Who, who are you? Uh, 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 it's, no need, uh, it's no need to name names. You know what I mean? But I mean, all you got to do is pay attention. Look around. You know? Just pay attention. Look around. And you'll see it. You'll see people who aren't, aren't in that space. And should be. Because they've grown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can look and see the people who, you know, don't have the, the family structure, don't have the, 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 the wife and everything. Because like, that's important, too. That's the other thing, too. Bro, you got to have a good woman, yo. Mm. You have to have a good woman. And when you get a good woman, man, pour into I keep telling y'all this shit. Pour into that woman. Like, really pour into that woman and watch how your life just does this. Mm. Pour into your woman. Pour into your family. Do the work on yourself to be a better man and just watch how your life does this. And that's what I see Hope doing. And I think that's very, very, very um, impressive. Mm. At least to me. That's his biggest flex to me. Like, we, did you see Braun the other night when he was on stage with his wife and his Two sons and his daughter. That's that. That's that's your greatest flex, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I can't never. You you can never 
say anything bad about that. Mm. You know? Yeah. Nothing. Then you turn around and tell me that you're changing your jersey back to 23. Now I got to talk to you different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I'm not talking to LeBron the man anymore. I'm talking to LeBron the player. Okay? Wait, break that whole thing down. I missed that. I don't even know what I was just saying. Yeah. What I was trying to say is that <laughs> he's changed. I was just trying to switch the subject. He's oh. changing his number. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait. But that was also a good metaphor. It's like, don't live in the past. Just, you know, keep going forward. Well, the only reason I don't think LeBron should be switching his number back to 23 is because I think 23 should be retired all across the league. You said what? He said, I guess he was trying to do that for six, for Bill Russell. Well, six should have been retired, too. So both of them should be over. Yes, there's some numbers that should be retired across the league, bro. Bill Russell, number six, should be retired across the league. I don't know. You got to stop, Alex. Generational thing. <laughs> but he's, he, Generational. He can read. No, but I nah, mean, like, you don't read basketball. <laughs> I would say, no, I can't. I'm Puerto <laughs> <Sure>. Rican. <laughs> 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 he said, no, I can't. I don't know. I just don't believe in retiring numbers because it's like, just let somebody carve out their own thing. Like, some people say LeBron's better than Jordan. Well, so like, most people are on drugs. That's tr true. But I'm saying, I don't know. I don't think just you can keep all I, numbers in there. I don't think you can carve out. Uh, I think you make it harder to continue to carve out your own legacy when people still think you're chasing Michael Jordan. That's true. So it's on that person to not pick a number that has that much clout attached to it. Yes. But at the same time, you keep retiring numbers. Now it's like, damn, who's not really who's worth being number being retired? Because you're gonna put Bill Russell, you're gonna put Jordan, what about the Magics? What about the all the other players that are great? I think you have to elevate the game of basketball in order to get your number retired. Not to that's be a subjective. great player. I mean that's Bill Russell, I think, elevated the game of basketball. Michael Jordan elevated the game of basketball. I think a lot of people would say that about different players. It's, uh, really it's, not, it's not too many. It's a short list. To me, it's a short list of people who actually elevated the game of basketball, who took the league to another, another level. Larry Bird would be in that conversation, I think. I think what Larry and Magic did together changed basketball. What Michael Jordan did changed basketball. What Steph Curry has done revolutionized the game of basketball. No, because Kobe's Michael Jordan. What about LeBron? See, like, I think... He can't be I done. think a lot of people would say LeBron does. Yeah, but he should have had his own number. He should have had seven. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he should have took God. That's God's number. Yeah. What's a God to a king, you know? Yeah. Michael's the God. LeBron is the king. Mm. You want to be a God, you should have took the God number. Facts. That's just my personal opinion. All right, Taylor. Damn. Damn. I mean, she's producing. Damn. Thank you, Taylor. Shit, Taylor. That's exactly what. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, let's take a break and pay some bills. Priceline, when it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself there already and it's glorious. And now think of your summer happy place. The sun, the sand, the big city or the town that you just explored. We all have a place. My summer happy place, I already know what it is, man. Anguilla, baby. AXA all day. I just was there uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know. Love Anguilla. That's where I'm going to ultimately retire one day, I think. Either oh, there or shit. South Carolina. But I love Anguilla. Moral of the story is Priceline wants to get you there and help you travel to your happy place for a happy price this summer with deals you can't find anywhere else. My travel secret this summer, Priceline's VIP program. It's free to join. All you need is to sign up and book a trip. 
They have savings on hotels, flights, and rental cars with select deals you can't find anywhere else. That is a fact. Every trip gets you closer to the next level and unlocks even more benefits. Plus, you can choose up to five members to add to your VIP family so that together you can bundle your trips and unlock savings even faster, okay? Who would you add as your VIP family member, Schultz? You. Who would you add as your VIP members, Alex? You. Visit Priceline.com slash Brilliant Idiots to go to your happy price. Oh, I'm lying. Visit Priceline.com slash Brilliant, not idiots, just Brilliant, to go to your happy price this summer. And listen, we also got to thank Molson Cause for sponsoring us, man. Some is when you get to be your real self, right? So cool off with the only Spike Lemonade that has real fruit flavor Simply spiked. Everybody don't like the hard liquor. Everybody don't like beer. People want something that got a nice fruity flavor. Spiked. Simply spiked is it, okay? Simply spiked lemonade, ready to drink spiked lemonade. Broke the internet when they dropped four bold, fresh, refreshing flavors last summer. You can get real with signature lemonade, strawberry lemonade, blueberry lemonade, and watermelon lemonade, all with the taste of real fruit juice, okay? All flavors of Simply Spiked are crafted with 5% ABV and 5% real fruit juice, squeezed, then concentrated and backed by popular demand. Four fan-favorite beach flavors are now also part of the Simply Spiked family, okay? Get juicy with signature peach, strawberry peach, kiwi peach, and mango peach. I told you summer's getting juicy. Go to drinksimplyspike.com slash idiots to find out how to get your hands on Simply Spike Lemonade and new Simply Spike Peach. That's drinksimplyspike.com slash idiots. Flavored beer, naturally flavored with other natural flavors. Simply Spike Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Celebrate responsibly. Simply Spike is a trademark of the Simply Orange Juice Company. Now let's get back to the show. Hezzy! Let's do it, baby! You got church announcements? Yes, I do have some church announcements. I'm not, uh, when we hoping this will come up by Thursday, right? Yes. Um, Long Island, Long Island, Long Island, Long Island. COVID canceled a show of ours. So I said, I'm coming back to the Paramount, man. We're recording this on a Tuesday. We posted a, a show up at the Paramount right there. Um, you guys went crazy. This is awesome, amazing. We've added three more shows. So right now, I'm telling you, we're at four. We're going to keep on adding shows. As long as you keep buying them, theandrewschultz.com for tickets. If the pre-sale is still on while this is coming out, uh, out the pre-sale code is Andrew. You get it from my website. Uh, also, if you couldn't get tickets to the Toronto shows, we're adding uh, Windsor, Ontario, and we're adding Niagara Falls. Uh, those are both drivable, so make sure you go get those tickets. Tickets are up for pre-sale right now. Pre-sale code is Andrew, theandrewschultz.com. Make sure you go grab those. And, uh, yo, Europe, thank you for selling out the shows. We're trying to look into adding another one in Manchester. I'll keep you posted on that one. And still some tickets left for Dublin, so make sure you go get those. TheAndrewShows.com. Thank you guys so much. The Life Tour begins. Word. Uh, I got a few church announcements. Uh, thank you to everybody who constantly continues to support the Black Effect. Uh, we got a few new podcasts that we launched, of course. The It's Up There podcast with Looney. Make sure you subscribe to that. Um, also my man, Damon John, yes, Damon John from Shark Tank. He has a podcast on the black effect called, uh, that moment, a really dope podcast. He sits down with different people from different industries and they talk about that moment where they knew, you know, they had something. Oh, that's fire. You know what I mean? So, you know, Damon is a great, uh, great premise. Yeah. Great conversation. He's a great conversationalist and he's a person who's had a few that moments in his life. So he knows what he's talking about. Also, make sure you go out there and grab uh, Invisible Generals. That is the book from my man, Doug Melville. It is the next release. 
coming out on Black Privilege Publishing. It tells the amazing true story of America's first black generals, Benjamin O. Davis Sr. and Jr., a father and son who helped integrate the American military and create the famous Tuskegee Airmen, man. So if you like stories about uh, hidden figures, make sure you go out there and pre-order Invisible Generals by my man Doug Melville. It'll be out um, uh, November. I can't remember the exact date, but it's available for pre-order right now. But it'll be out in November. And I got to salute uh, my guy, Kevin Hart. You know, we have our company, SBH Productions, at Audible this week. We are dropping another Audible original. If you... Bah, bah, bah. We, Finding Tamika was our first. Summer 85 was our second. This week, we're dropping our first audio scripted comedy. You know, uh, some Finding Tamika was a documentary. Some of 85 was more documentary style. This is actual sitcom style. And it is Unleashed for Love, starring my good sister, Alicia Renee. Ooh. That's right. Salute to Alicia Renee, written by uh, Sarita Wesley. Uh, it stars Pretty V. It stars Logan Browning from Dear White People. It stars uh, Lamorne Morris from uh, The New Girl. Uh, it stars Jasmine Guy. That's right, the OG Jasmine Guy. Kadeem Hardison. Uh, Nina Parker is on there. Jess Hilarious is on there. Naeem Lynn. Portia Williams. Uh, Giselle Bryant. Rome Green. Greg Reed. Great cast. It will be available this Thursday, July 20th. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, it's available today on Audible. Go check it out. Tell me what you think. Make sure you leave a rating on Audible, man. I'm very interested uh, to see how this one will be received because, you know, Alicia is a longtime friend of mine. Used to be my neighbor when we all lived in uh, Hackensack, New Jersey in uh, Prospect Towers. Me and Alicia Renee and, and Roxy. Man, those were the good old From, days. From uh, 106 yeah, and Park? Yeah, 106 and Park, yeah. We used, to all, we used to go to church together. We used to, speaking of cable television, I had cable. Leash did not, but Leash had the food. So she brought food. Yeah, it's before my, my my wife moved up here. So Leash would Leash would bring down some food, and we'd watch True Blood on Sundays or whatever the popping HBO show was on Sundays at that time. We would watch at that. We was re it was really it was really True Blood around that time. So salute to Leash. And man. you were driving into the city to uh, to do Breakfast Club. Driving into the city to do Breakfast Club. Yep, because I moved up. I moved. I moved back here in 2010, and when I moved back here in 2010, my, my, my wife and my daughter hadn't, didn't move back for another year, and I moved to Prospect Towers, and then we all lived in Prospect Towers. I, I lived there for a few years, and Leash moved to L.A., and then we eventually started renting a house. We rented a house. I had an apartment, and then we rented a house, and after I rented a house, I bought a house, but yeah, I'm proud of Leash, man. Unleashed with love, out on uh, this July 20th. Now, let's get back to the show. Uh, Arizona Republican refers to black Americans as colored people in House floor debate. Can we hear it, Taylor? Mr. Chairman, though, that was unbelievably inspiring. My amendment has nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve. OK, it has nothing to do with <laughs> Mr. Speaker, skin, your, any of that stuff. What we want to. What we want to preserve and maintain is the fact that our military does not become a social experiment. We want the best of the best. We want to have standards that guide who who's in what unit, what they do. And I'm going to tell you guys right right now, 
the Russians, the Chinese, the Iranians, the North Koreans, they are not they are not doing this because they want the strongest military possible. I yeah, hope my colleagues on the other side can understand what we're doing. Thank you so much. Mr. Speaker, to be recognized to have the words colored gen- people. For what purposes generally seek recognition? I'd like to be recognized to have the words colored people stricken uh, from the record. I find it offensive and very inappropriate. Is the gentlelady asking for unanimous consent to take down the words? I am asking for unanimous consent to take down the words of referring to me or any of my colleagues as colored people. What's interesting is, you know, uh, I was doing a little reading yesterday and uh, it was saying how colored is usually considered offensive, but it was adopted in the U.S. by emancipated slaves as a term of racial pride. After the end of the American Civil War, it was rapidly replaced from the late 1960s as a self-designation by black and later by African-American, although it is retained in the name of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. That's my only thing. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I have no problem when people tell me something is offensive. My only issue is just like, well, if it's offensive and it, you know, it's been around for 100 years, why do we have organizations named after what we call what we say is offensive? Bro. You can say people of color. That's what I said. They got mad at me because they were like, you don't know the difference between people of color and colored people? What? What is the difference? I just feel like it's better grammar. Like, if you can't say retarded people, can you say people of retard? <laughs> That's a great point. Don't saying, y'all bleep like, that either. I want that. We need to have this discussion, goddammit. Like, I want to know if, that. If, if that's the... If that's you can all I'm say saying. any offensive word as long as you say of before it, if that's the rule, it's going to be open season. Now I looked. I, I, people I, of retardation. There yeah. are people of retardation. People of retard. Now I did see that too. There was an article. Nice. Of, it does sound yeah, nicer. Right? People of retard. <laughs> I, I I read that too. The difference between colored people and people of color. Um, the phrase "colored people" peaked in books published in 1970. Uh, people of color reached its apex in 2003. But the phrase "people of color" is not new. In fact. Uh, an act to prohibit the importation of slaves into any port or place within the jurisdiction of the United States was signed in 1807, which applied to any Negro, mulatto, or person of color. So it indicates that the term was well enough established to be used in the text of legislation. So to me, if you're reasoning that, uh, you know, colored people is offensive is because it's old. I want to know how can people of color isn't offense, considered offensive either. I'm just confused. I just don't know. That's all I'm asking. I'm just asking questions here. I'm not sitting there trying to give any statement. You're not saying you're right. No. We just need to know. I just want to have the conversation. Yeah. That's it. And if everybody's telling me colored people is offensive and white people can't use it, then how come the NAACP hasn't changed their name? We should make them change their name. I, I, or you should just put of before things. Like when your wife is acting up, you know what I mean? You just... <laughs> <laughs> hey, that don't work. Sweetheart, that don't work. You're being a little bit of a... Son w- of a bitch. A woman of... <laughs> okay, bleep that. Just saying, if that's the trick, just throw the of there. Could Why you stop? Reset? Is that a bad word? Yes, it is. It's definitely. A, it's it's definitely a. a What's the worst way to call a vagina for black people? Like stink? What no, no, not the. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? For any person, that nigga just black. Any 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 human with a vagina. That's the worst thing you can say what about it. What is the worst thing black people call a vagina? Not the smell of it, like the name for it. A pussy's good. I mean, like it's not a black. We can't reduce vagina to a black thing. No, I'm saying white people say. Oh, but so, no, no, no. You're not calling the vagina that. You're calling the person that. Yeah, yeah. You're calling the person that. Yeah, but in in like Great Britain, it's like saying pussy. I guess pussy. You put in Great Britain, they'll say the word like they'll 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 say it like, hello, why don't you why don't you moisten up your for me, please? <laughs> oh, so it's like a thing. It's like that's how they talk dirty out there. Hello, lost. Why don't you <laughs> why don't you get some suds up in your lips for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Hello, lost. Hello, lost. I don't know, man. I just want. I, it's I, a bit dry on your. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe run some laps or something before we get to smushing, lost. So you can use it in that context, right? I don't think so. Yes, yeah, in the context he just used. I it. don't think so. He's referring to the vagina as because does mean vagina. You just can't call somebody that. Yeah, you can talk about it. Yeah. Right. Oh, did you forget your undies? Your just hanging down from your skirt. So what's more offensive, to call somebody pussy or Oh, calling someone a pussy. But is it the same thing? Oh, is fire. Is like alpha and pussy is beta. <laughs> like, if like, oh, you're not going on a roller coaster, you pussy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah, yeah. you punched me in my face. You Damn. Right? Like, yeah, is yeah, like yeah, a yeah, positive yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. can call it That means you're a boss bitch. That's boss bitch. <laughs> I mean, if you want it to be, because you can flip it if you want it to be. Let's see. Let's see. Is y'all okay, flipping? What are the meanings of vulgarism? Generally referring to the female genitalia. In the gang. Minor internet. That's a group? There's a group called in the gang? Hmm. I guess. I think I, a was like the sheath for us. Uh, uh, a knife or a sword, right? Words matter, bro. So you would put it in, which makes sense, because if the sword is the dick, you would slide it into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it has like a, you know, a meaning that makes sense, you know? I don't know. But women get all about it so we can't fucking say that word sorry sorry i don't know listen this picture this is the most amazing picture i've seen in a long time what is this he, I, i've told y'all this before on this podcast y'all motherfuckers think i'll be playing ej johnson is incredible bro which one is ej which EJ, one is the, EJ? the most fabulous motherfucker Gee, in that picture come on, bro. okay ej looked like he averaged 20 10 and 11 all right who's our who is magic okay Forget the forget the greatest point guard of all time. Who look who looks like they're the greatest point guard of all time in that picture? I, I don't know. EJ by far. I don't know if he looks like the greatest point guard of all time. EJ looks incredible, yo. Let me tell you something, man. You gotta you gotta see EJ in person to understand the elegance of EJ Johnson. You ain't never seen EJ. I saw in him in person. You did? Where at? LA. Mm. I saw him in LA too. I saw him a few times. I mean, I've seen him at award shows and stuff. But I walked into a juice bar randomly one time. What? You don't say her. Her. Him? Huh? What is it? It's E.J. Johnson. Yeah, but... Is it a her or is it a him? Her or him. What do they identify as? Her? Are you sure? I'm almost positive E.J. is that. They dress like they identify as a her. E.J. is fly. Okay? All I, I walked into a juice ball one time, man. I was like, who is this well-dressed person in the juice ball? And he was dressed in, like, workout clothes, but it still looked fly. Look rich. And he turned around. I'm like, oh, shit. 
I'm like, EJ. You said what's up? Yeah, you got damn right. I said what's up to EJ, man. Dap him up. You dap you him up. Right. You damn right. I mean, I've seen EJ gracefully floating through the uh the 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 MTV movie awards with high heels on, <laughs> bro. Like he had on some like shoes that had like these super high heels at his size, gracefully. Only person I've seen move in heels better is Beyonce. And wow. she was dancing. And Beyonce ain't six foot six, you know, two plus, whatever EJ is. Yep. Okay. And when EJ's feet would hurt, EJ sat down and had somebody unzip his goddamn boots and rub his feet and put him back on when he was ready to start walking. Ain't no way. Fuck with me, you know I got it. Ain't no way. Okay. Salute to EJ, man. Play you, with EJ. Can you, you handle that right there? Hmm? Can you handle that? You know, I gotta take things somewhere else, man. He's talking about one on one. Basketball? Yeah. I'm bust EJ ass. What about in sex? Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on, Taylor. Could you handle Taylor. that? Uh, could you handle all that? Taylor, move on. Could you handle all that? This was funny as hey, shit, too. JT on, Beach bro. with Little Uzi Vert's alleged side chick. No, you know what I want to ask you about? Go to fucking... Um, yeah, go to that. Go to Shania Twain. Uh, I've been to Shania Twain's uh, museum. Really? Yep. She got a museum? Got a museum way up north in Canada. No, Car the, the Carrie Underwood. She was performing. Remember she was performing? Are you saying Schneider Twain because we just look at EJ? What do you mean? Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> I don't know anything that about that. Wait, you don't know that song from Shania Twain? No. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you've heard it. If you've, if you've heard it. The, the man, you I feel like, like a go to the man. country singer who kicked sure. the people out of the, the concert. She got a show like that for real. That Yo, was, bust that man! I feel like a woman. That was a good. Like a that was a good bar. Right? Don't be out. That was a good bar. We still shooting. You know what I mean? I don't know what he's talking. Man, man I feel why like do you like use Twitter as a searching? Bah, bah, bah. No. What's that dance everybody doing? They got this move in it. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, and then they go. Go to <laughs> go to country singer. Can we do that? I pulled my side back. <laughs> I just pulled my side I back. I want to know what you think about this as a performer. All right, let me see. Country singer mm -hmm. kicks people. No. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Type in, type in um country singer kicks people out of show. Shania kick people Who'd out I of give show? Donkey, who'd I give donkey to today? Jason Aldean? Name some country singers. She got, this, Lil Nas uh, X. Um Fuck. She's named after the rights. Uh, what's the right? Miranda rights? Is her name Miranda Oh, Miranda Wright? Lambert. The shorty took a selfie at the Miranda Lambert oh. joint. <laughs> Tell me, show me Carrie Underwood. Tell me Carrie Underwood. Show me Carrie Underwood. I don't get white people right on purpose, yo. Yo, that's funny. What they did to Master P and Luther Vandross. <laughs> what they do? They said Master P was Luther Vandross on Google, yo. So I refuse to get in Sometimes y'all look right. similar. That's how I feel about fucking Dolly Parton. Every time I'm on this <laughs> show, me what Dolly Parton did. Show me how Dolly Parton kicked him out. Now listen to this shit. What do you think of this, yo, as a performer? Let me see. Let me see. Yo. She stopped her whole show. I'm going to stop right here for a sec, Danny. I'm sorry. Yes, that's right. These girls are worried about the selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. Yeah. 
Why Carrie Underwood tripping, yo? That's fucked up, yo. Why, yo? The fans left too, by the way. Because they got what they needed. Would you do that to a fan? Well, it's different for you because you're comedy. If yeah, 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 you're different. You're comedy. You're comedy. You don't selfie. count. You don't count. You don't count. You don't count. You're comedy. Yeah. Co okay. Comedians, I totally get it. But this is what the concert experience is for singers and musicians nowadays. Here's the thing. If you saw what was happening, it wasn't one person. It was like six of them in a fucking line. The, their flash is going off. Someone else is taking the picture. And they look like they were standing on like a walkway section. Yeah. If the, if the other video shows it more, it's if they're there for a while, like she was saying for a while. And look at that. Six fucking people. There's multiple shots like they're blocking other people's views other people are distracted uh, okay. well i think it's a way to handle it then how about tell them hey man enjoy the moment i mean i'll be Watch honest put your phones down and enjoy the moment 100 percent. but uh, the other way is like you have your fucking security on that ass yeah. like that too a, you need your security on that ass. yeah I'm with because that. i'm sure she had a million people take pictures of her like this mm -hmm. film her etc she those people are distracting other people from the show you're right so i, I, I don't blame her and, I just like, and it looks weird because they have their back to her. Yeah, so many people have their like, back to her, even though they just want her to be in the picture. That's yeah. why they're doing it. I just want Loretta Lynn to be nicer. You know what she, I'm saying? She <laughs> you be nicer. You went with a deep cut right sure. there. What? You went with a deep cut. I know some country singers. Do you? Yeah, George Gay. You know George Gay, right? No, who's George Gay? George Gay. I don't know. You know George Gay. I don't know. As fuck. You can keep who's, saying the name. I don't know who George, George Gay, Gay is. Bro. Who's George Gay, bro. The country singer. <laughs> Google George Gay. Why? It's going to come <laughs> up in my search engine. <laughs> George Gay, the country singer, yo. going to mess up my Google search. You telling me there's not a country singer named George Gay? He said George Michael. <laughs> Look, who type country singer? <laughs> Somebody put in George Gay. All you get is a bunch of George Michael. No, man. Pull up country singers then. I put just type in country singers. There's a George Gay. There's no George Gay, bro. George H. Gay Jr. And he wasn't country a country singer. singer. He was a naval pilot. officer or yeah. something like that. Harry Underwood, Jason Allen, George Gray. This guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. I stayed in it. I stayed in it until somebody got it. I stayed in it. So. <laughs> I stayed in it until somebody got it. <laughs> I hate him, bro. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him with all my heart. I hate him. Let's pay some bills, man. Um, salute to Audible. Uh, Audible. Salute to you, proudly celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, 50 years yes. of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the movement, respect the moment, celebrate storytellers. Hear brand new hip-hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible. Free all summer long, like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words, plus music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites, Yasin Bey's The Dynamic Career in Communications, and Little Kim's The Audacity of Little Kim. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills. Yeah, yeah. Featuring the mixtape legend. Produced by WTF Media. Produced by WTF Media. Media. Uh, Wheezy Media. That's right. Salute to Wheezy. Salute to Kenya. 
Um, it features the mixtape legend in conversation with hip-hop greats like 2 Chainz, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. I'm definitely uh, checking that one out. Binge-worthy Audible original series like The Greatest Day that takes listeners inside the making of hip-hop's greatest photograph, XXL Magazine's iconic 1998 cover that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip-hop artists assembled from one legendary image. Chuck D's, can you dig it? About how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture Art of Motherload, featuring hip-hop heavies. I can't even think of heavies without thinking about Andrew <laughs> <and> some unfucking <laughs> culture crazy shit. Chuck D's, can you dig it? About how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture. Uh, Art of Motherload, I told y'all that, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light, Angie Martinez, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash forever. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because I got to make sure your dick is hard. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure that shit is solid. Matter of fact, Blue Chew is making sure it's solid. Same active ingredients inside Viagra or Cialis, but this is the chew. This is the one we rock with. This one, you're going to keep that girl that you're with happy. What's up with okay? that thing? Nice and happy. She want to feel that stallion. Ooh, no Meg. No Meg. All third leg. All third leg. <laughs> Point is, you're going to get your first month free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. Think about that. Best dick of your life delivered to your doorstep for free. $5 shipping. All you got to do is go to bluechew.com. Use the promo code IDIOTS. You are welcome. Now let's get back to the show. Let's do some asking idiots, Taylor. Hello, you guys. Uh, I did, but I don't. Salute to JT and Uzi. Shout out to JT and Uzi. I was going to, but I really don't have anything to say other than, oh, Fabulous criticizes female rap for being too one-dimensional. Fabulous, uh, he says that uh, female, oh, he said Fabulous weighs in on the state of female rap saying that he feels it's too one-dimensional and wants to hear more perspectives from the ladies in hip-hop. Um, Fab posted, what did he say? Said that he's happy to see so many women doing their thing in hip-hop. He'd love if some of these strong women chose to rap about their life experiences a little more. I get what Fab is saying. There is a lot of booty hole rap. And what I call booty hole, booty hole bars is a lot of, you know, women rapping about their booty holes. But I think that a lot of those women are just doing that because it works. Yeah, they gravitate into what's popular. Yeah, they gravitate towards what's popular. But if you dig a little deeper, these women do rap about other things. I, I've been on record over the last four or five years. My favorite rapper, period, male or female, is Rhapsody. Can't wait for Rhapsody's new project. Um, Rhapsody definitely don't have booty hole bars, but even the girls that have booty hole bars, they can rap. Like I was listening to uh, uh, Emery Jones has a mixtape out called Humble Souls that he did in conjunction with Puma. First of all, it's fire. The only way to even get the tape is you have to actually buy the sneakers. Mm. And when you buy the sneakers, there's a chip inside <laughs> the sneaker that you can get the mixtape. And um, I think even the 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 whatever this is on the shoe, what do you call this? This piece right here. This piece is an aux cord on the on the fucking shoelace. Amazing technology. Um, but he's got a song on there, and it's Rhapsody and uh, Kent the Man. Kent the Man is her name. Ken the Man is it? Ken the Man or Kent the Man? I think it's it, Ken the Man. I've heard Ken before, and I thought Ken was just one of those booty hole bar rappers. But on this record, she's snapping like. Her name is Ken the Man. Ken the Man. Ken the Man. And she's snapping on this record. And I was like, damn, I didn't even know she could do that. 
You know what I'm saying? And I think it's the same thing even with somebody like a Cardi or a Glorilla or a Lotto. Yeah, they can rap about sex and everything else, but they can rap about other shit too. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to dig deeper than just what you might hear on the radio or that single that they they have out. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of these these female rappers, I can't say that a lot of them are just being one dimensional. I just think it sounds like that because we're hearing so many singles yeah. from these women and it's mm-hmm. their single and their single may have that 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 drive. It's maybe our fault too. <clears throat> it's what we want to listen to. Yeah. If we gravitate towards it, that that's the thing that we want to digest. I listen, I, 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 I can't sit here and act like I'm against booty hole boss. I like booty You know what I'm saying? Boy. I grew up on Lil' Kim saying you used to be scared of the dick, not throw lips to the shit, handle it like a real bitch. You know what I mean? I grew up on Foxy Brown. I grew up on Trina. I grew up on Jackie O. Like, I, that shit don't bother me. You know what I mean? Trying to White say, I don't lick no clits. What you trying to say? Trying to say, I don't lick no clits and suck no nuts. Oh, let me get China White's bar right. Bar. China White don't lick no clits. Who would be the equivalent of like a, a Drake or a J. Cole, somebody who has immense success but isn't doing booty hole balls? You mean in the history of hip hop? No, no, like right now as female rapper. China White don't suck no dick or lick no nuts. Okay. Bitch, I hit licks and flip bricks every two hours, switch whips to keep the peoples off me. What you know about that no doze and coffee? Fire, bro. You know what I'm saying? China White, goddammit. What That's about, what about shoot, shoot, peru, shoot, peru, shoot, peru, 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 Ooh. Booty hole boss. Do you know that song? Yes, this is Seth. This is I do know that no, song. No, 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 no. What is that? How does this shit go? I used to know that shit. But shoot, shoot. <laughs> By word for word. Only the girl part. When the dude started rapping, I was like, I'm I'm good. Let's see. <laughs> Let's pull it up. Let's pull up salt and pepper shoot. Shoot baby. Salt. Shoot and bed, let me see if let me see if, if Schultz really let me knows take this it back to the subject that uh, set. make you get hot, make you work up a sweat. Why you don't come out to that? To Malou, my darling. Why I'm you don't come out to that? But I thought it for you. Bet your bottom. Oh, here I go, here I go, here I go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Man! Okay, then chilling, chilling, minding my business. Yo, salt. But I couldn't believe this. I swear, I said, my niece, my witness. The brother had it going on with something kind of wicked, wicked. Had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the digits. Damn, is this pepper part? You should be doing salt part. I should be doing pepper. I do both. Oh, you are pepper. Shit. And you salt. But I know this one better, but let's keep going. Okay, go. Uh, uh, lick him like a lollipop. Should be licked. Came to my senses and I chilled for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do. So well, that's a spell. Hell, make me want to shoop, shoop, shoop. Shoop, bedu. Shoop, bedu. Shoop, Don't say I don't love. Don't say I don't love. Hold on, keep going. We got that second verse. You want that second verse? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, you're packed in your stack. Especially in the back, brother. One instead of like a button like that. Want to thank your mother for a butt like that. The ad lib is thanks, mom. Yeah. Give me. Can I get some fries with that shake, shake booty? If looks could kill, you would. The Uzi, I'm a shot son. Bang! What's up with that thing? I want to know, Charla. How does it hang? Straight up, wait up, hold up. Mr. Mr. Lover. Like Prince said, you're, you're a, a sexy, sexy mother. mother. I like them real wild. B-boy, B-boy style by, by the mile. Smooth black skin with, with a, a smile. Bright as the sun. I, I want to have some, some fun. fun. Let me get some of that yum yum. Drop the chip, honey, honey dip. dip. Can I get a scoop? Baby, take a ride in my coupe. You, you make, make me want to shoot. Shoot, baby. Wow. Shoot, baby. <laughs> shoot, baby. Shoot, baby. Shoot, baby. 
Is there another verse? That's crazy. Everyone I, needs a hype man like Sean. Like, <laughs> son, I told you, I know the whole song. Salute to Salt Pepper and Spinderella. Fucking legends, goddamn. Legends. 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 Let's that do some asking idiot. That's crazy. Come on, how did y'all not know Shoot? That was the number one song on like TRL or some shit. Bunch of uncultured colors. <laughs> um, let's do let's do some asking idiot. No, but you didn't answer my question. Who's um, a version like? What's the female? Yeah, what's the female? Um, well, well, no, 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 no. They, 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 see, see, when you say that, I can't make this statement without telling people we can't have the accolades. We're just talking about skill sets, right? So you, you talking about skill sets? Nah, not just with skill sets. Somebody who has a skill set, but also makes good music where people are tuning into non-booty hole rap because that's that's what i feel is the disconnect it's like the ones that are, aren't doing the booty hole rap their music isn't hitting like that you're right um i feel like the I last mean, rhapsody to me rhapsody to me competes with all of them you know i think i think lyrically rhapsody is up i, I my personal opinion rhapsody is up there with kendrick i feel personally. like the last one like that was lauren hill yeah. yeah, but I said history. But you said now. I, no, I, no, I'm yeah. saying now. I'm saying the last one we had that wasn't making booty hole rap, but that was making bangers. I yeah. feel is Lauren Hill. If you're not gonna do booty Eve. hole rap, oh Eve, Eve, yeah, Eve. You're right, she you're also right. had booty hole rap. Nah, not really. No, nah, her shit was just like, I'm nicer rapping than you. I'll fuck yeah. you up. Like, all right, yeah. fair. Yeah. But if you do booty hole rap, MC Light, Queen Latifah. I mean, Moni Love. Like, it's. A, I mean, it's been a bunch of women rappers. Yo, rap. I realize I only know women rap songs by heart. Should be slapping, bro. I pretty much Mia only X, know. Me X was hard. Gangsta Boo was hard. Um, Yo, the brat. China man. White was hard. I don't give a fuck. I, I love China White. I don't yeah. know why China White ain't take off like she should. China White was hard. I'm just talking about somebody now. I don't... No. Um, I mean, rap cities don't. I don't know, man. I mean, I think what happens is like if you're gonna not do booty hole rap, you need to build a community, and they just gotta work more on building that community. Like, J. Cole is not doing a booty hole rap, mm-hmm. but J. Cole has built a community for himself. He's has fans have an identity. They come out. So they're right. down to digest whatever art he puts out. Mm-hmm. Same with, uh, same with what's his face? Uh, uh, Kendrick. Kendrick built a community. He built, like, a, a listener, a viewership for his content. Mm-hmm. But the thing with booty hole rap is there's already so much desire for it that you could be someone who's maybe not as famous and then throw a booty hole rap song out there, and then people are like, "Ooh, I like this thing because I like booty hole rap." Yeah, it's like a gangster <laughs> like booty, booty hole a gangster film. It's like a gangster film. Like you could have a a lesser known person put out a film about some gangster shit, and we'd be like, "Ooh, I like it because I like gangster things." Yeah, gotcha. Nyla, huh? who are some uh, women that don't do booty hole bars right now that are successful? Like women that don't just rap about their booty hole. Of course, we know Rhapsody. Rhapsody and Chica. Chica. Who is Chica? I don't. I'm not familiar with Chica. Chica, she's like she used to be really popular on Twitter, and oh, that's uh, the one who has like a kidney infection or something now. I'm not sure. Possibly she, she's heavy set. She's signed to Warner, but with, she's good with the dreads. Yeah, whiskeys. Yeah, that's the one who got into it with Ti and Tiny them over her kid or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the drama. Oh, so just that damn is this too? Damn. No, I feel like Bia doesn't really make booty. Oh, Bia's fire, bro. Well, she only had that one. Like, Bia with Cole. Yeah. Not 
That song is great. London. Oh, hold on. I got. An, I can answer your question too. Doja Cat. Doja Cat does singer. both. No, Doja Cat. She sings she and raps, Doja and rap. she sells records. Doja can rap her ass off. That new song Doja got called Attention is fire. She's a really talented fire. Yeah, really look talented. at Doja Cat as a rapper. I yes, I look at Doja Cat as a rapper. What'd you say? Uh, you look at Drake as a rapper. Yeah. Dochi. Oh, Dochi. Dochi too. Like Don't I'm saying, saying if, signed a TDE. if Drake is rapping, then Doja's All rapping right. too. Okay. Got it now. Right? Yeah. I think that's fair. Yes. Doja. Yo, Doja's talented, man. Like that girl is fucking oozing talent. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> no. Who? Doja Cat. Listen, her new song, Attention, mm. snaps. She sounds like Ladybug from Diggable Planets on that shit. Fire. Fire, fire. What did you say? She sounds like. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like Ladybug from Diggable Planets on it. What is that? Diggable Planet. You remember Diggable Planet? I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. Is it that. a female rapper? Because that's yes. I only know female rappers. Yeah, she's female word rapper. Ladybug a woman. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Want a man, want a man, want a man, want a mighty good man. Okay, this is a good one. I'm him, JoJo says. Yo, I know that one word for word, too. <laughs> Every song about wanting dick, I know. <laughs> Yo, real talk. My boy. My boy right there. Um, I'm him, JoJo says. Is it more? That's my boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy right there. <laughs> is it more important to have patience or confidence? Confidence. Be confident enough to wait. Hmm. Man, that's a good Be confident one. enough to wait. Confidence. I like where you're going. I like. I like. I like that. I never thought about it like you that. You can't but I like have that. patience without confidence. Can't have patience without you confidence. Can't like being patient. I agree is the epitome of confidence in a lot of times, in a lot of ways. Like, just knowing, hey, I don't have to do this right here because I'm nice and I'm going to go get it. Yeah. I agree. They're one in the same. They de they yeah. definitely are one in the same. Because what Andrew's saying, either way you flip it, it's the same thing. You have to have, if you have ultimate confidence, you'll have patience because you know eventually your time will come. And if you have but. patience, you're having patience because you're confident in the fact that your time will well, come. Now, there's some people who, I can have so I get I I know you're about to go, Alice, because I can see this too. You can have because I'm thinking of Kanye right now, right? Who had all the confidence in the world, but was extremely impatient because he knew I am the one. Y'all don't see me. You I, know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't look at patience in that way. Like if you're, I I look at patience in this. Like you know you're gonna be great. Some record label comes up, offers you a shitty deal. No patience and no confidence is, I got to take it because I might not get this again. True. Confidence is going, True. no, I'm good. I'm going to get my True. fucking fire deal. True. But being impatient in that Kanye scenario where it's like, hey, I'm ready to go right now. I don't know if that's impatience. I don't know if that's, I'm not willing to wait anymore because nobody, I guess they were telling him to wait, but I don't know if that's impatience. That's just knowing the time is now and the time is to go. Yeah. But having patience with no confidence, it's like, I can just see you. You'll never do anything. You don't do yeah, shit. I don't do think, it. I don't, I, I need the confidence. The Andrew come, point. But I don't know if it's, I'm worth something coming. Like, that's. To Andrew's point, I don't think you can have patience w without confidence. It's Cause, hard. Because you, you're, you're not, you're not patient. You're scared. Yeah, yeah you're scared to death. You're like, what the fuck? What's going to happen? Patience is, I know something great is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. If you don't have confidence, you're like, oh my God. That's what, that's anxiety. You're being yeah. anxious as a motherfucker. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, Eric G, if aliens come to live with us on Earth, who is the first person race who would procreate? Oh, come on, that's easy. Who would have sex with the aliens? Yeah, who the first? The, it said 
who is the first person race who would procreate? Oh, Mexicans. Hey, Jesus, sure. come on. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Why not? Oh, oh, look, I like you. Look at that. Come on. Come on, Look man. at that. Hey, hey, come what's on, up? Hey. Alien, alien. Hey, alien, alien. Hey, we call alien. Come on. Come on, alien. Hey, come on. Come on. Hey, come on. Hey. You know, she know. She don't got nice titties, but... Uh, she, she got a lot of head. You know? <laughs> Maybe because right. I speak Spanish. Scroll up. Taylor, what else we got? Let's do a couple more. No, go down. Go down. Go down. Taylor. Fucking Taylor. Fucking Taylor. Ooh. Fucking Taylor. Already asking all these questions. I'm not doing that. That's a crazy question, Carl Marty. You're basically asking, name. he said, name four people you would pick to join you on the Ocean Gate. Side. Hey, why? yo. Exactly. Like, why? You said four people I want to die with? That's crazy. Um... Char uh, I be busting stupid dope moves that Charlotte was tripping when you said Nas isn't on the top of the greatest storyteller list. That's not what I said. What Please I said say. was, I said that there's good storytellers and then there's great elite storytellers. I think Nas is a good, great storyteller. Right. I don't think Nas is... He told a story in reverse. Yeah, I think he said... Rewind was crazy. It's That's a great elite. story, but he, it's not on the level of something big has done. I think... It's not Nas on the level storytelling ability is, is his greatest talent. Yeah, nah, I disagree with that. I mean, Nas also just got bars for days. Like, Nas is fantastic. If I put it like, if I did a top ten storytellers, Nas would be in there. But I was doing like a top five. Who's the best storyteller of all time to you? Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G. And Biggie was so good at storytelling, we don't even realize that majority of his work was stories. <laughs> Yo, did you see Yayo and? Uh... DJ, wait, what's his name? Uh, DJ, e yeah, EFN. DJ EFN. Yeah, yeah, and, and by the way, it's EFN. It's EFN. People so, act like that's not a good debate. But he goes, did you see Yayo? Yayo caught it in slow motion. He's like, who do you think is best? That's what he's all the time. He goes, Ice Cube. He goes, he goes, all right, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> you think Ice Cube is the greatest story to better than Big? Better than what? Better than Big? They were screaming on one another. I love that. So New York, because you don't even make an argument. You just get loud. Yeah, just and that's loud. your argument. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and they both just got loud with one another. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, to me, storytelling rap is the highest level of rap. Because I think when you have, like we were talking about earlier with movies and everything, we just want a great story. If you're able to tell a great story through music, like you're just a phenomenal artist to me. Mm -hmm. Like people, anybody can make songs, but to make a great story, Beginning, middle, to end. I definitely got Cube high on that list. I got Biggie high on that list. I got Slick Rick high on that list. I got motherfucking um, Scarface high on that list. You have to have Cool G rap. Cool G rap. I, I, I got Cool G on the same tier as Nas. And that's a, I'm not saying this is a great tier. What about not, TLC? <laughs> up, what, what about Jay Z? Jay Z's on the tier with Nas and Cool G to me. He's, they're, they're, these are great storytellers. Like I love Jay Z's story records, but I feel Nas' story records are like one level up. Like if you rap in a that. song backwards, bro, I give you that. Tell, Yo, that shit, in reverse, I give you that. bro. It was. I remember listening to that for the first time, going, I I can't even believe that I just heard it. Yeah, I love Rewind. Nas has some stories that I love. I'm just saying, like if I took Biggie's ten greatest storytelling records. And put him up against Nas's ten greatest storytelling. Records. No, nobody's disputing. Nobody's disputing Biggie and Nas. I think Biggie yeah, yeah. is. You could argue the best. I mean, he's got unbelievable. Cube is up there too. 
Ice Cube is a really good story. I know people run the, it was a good day, but then you got uh, My Summer Vacation. Um, oh, man. I, he got a bunch of them. I can't think right now. But Ice Cube has some really great storytelling records. Scarface, the emotion that a Scarface makes you feel, I think that's what I'm lacking from a Nas. Nas tells good stories, but he's never taking me, never taking me anywhere emotionally. Mm. It's just a good story. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't tell me, listen to uh, Never Seen a Man Cry Till I Seen a Man Die. Tell me you don't shed a tear. Mm. You know what I mean? Listen to Mind Playing Tricks on Me. The deepness, the richness of that record and the emotional, like they, you listen to that song, you can hear your anxiety. Mm. <laughs> you, can, you can hear your depression. You can hear your schizophrenia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I love Nas. I love Nas. Nas is in my top five favorite rappers of all time. Um, I just don't have him on that. And it's not, it's not like it's a, a leaps and bounds. Yeah. I think Biggie is leaps and bounds. I think Face is leaps and bounds. You know, Ghostface is up there too. Kendrick is a great storyteller as well. He's a great storyteller. But he's, I'm, the guys I'm talking about are elite, man. When Biggie said he's the rap Alfred Hitchcock, like, come on, man. Mm. Different level. That's far. Um, last one. Oh, this is good. Brown Butter. Says better big screen comedian Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence. Oh wow, that's good. Okay. Yo, the knee jerk is to say Eddie, but but Martin has had some fucking hysterical. Dude, Blue Streak, phenomenal. Was hysterical. Life, life. Great. Movie. Both of them are in it. Both of them in that. Yeah. The um, knee jerk is to go Eddie, and I love Eddie, and I probably say Eddie, but I'm also adding the stand-up into it because he's like, you know, one of my goats. A thin line between love and hate, Martin got. But Martin was funny in movies, bro. I think I think you gotta go Eddie, because Eddie just has more. I guess yeah. when you add comedian to it, like you think funny, but I mean Eddie was funny in everything too. The reason I gotta go Eddie is because you know some you know Beverly Hills Cop was for Sylvester Stallone. I heard it was for somebody else. It was for Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And so Eddie came in there, and they was like, they didn't even really change anything. So all yeah. of the funny you see is just Eddie, being Eddie funny. being Eddie, adding you know? the character work, That's doing what I'm all saying. that shit. Yeah. Like, and then you know, coming to America, boomerang. Oh yeah, he just got a, he just got a. Trading wow, places was a real trading, trading places. Really big, really. You know, forty eight hours. I, I, I love Martin though. Martin is incredible too. Life is the one to me. So Martin got um, one, two of uh, the movie with Will Smith. Oh, Rush, not Rush. Um, bad Boys. Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Yeah. One. Bad Boys. Two. I didn't see three. Bad Boys. But Bad Boys one was fucking amazing. Bad Boys two was good too. Bad Boys for Life was good too. Played, like all the family, different family characters. That's, oh, Big Mama's house. That's no, that was that was Eddie. Eddie did Nutty Professor. Eddie did Nutty Professor. You thinking of Nutty Professor? Yeah, yeah you oh, can't yeah. fuck with Eddie. Bro. Yeah, I ain't, yeah, yeah, you can't. Nah, Eddie's bro. on a different. Eddie's different level. Eddie's different. You can't fuck with Eddie. You can't fuck with Eddie. Gotta go, Eddie. Um, thank y'all for joining us this week, man. As always, if you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart. You think we're intelligent. You think we're brilliant. You're absolutely right. But if you listen to this podcast and you think we're just a couple idiots who don't know shit, you're right too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening. 